Some of these podcasts were recorded just prior to Toby Hooper's tragic passing on the 26th of August, 2017. So we have chosen to only discuss his death in our final wrap-up episode. Hello and welcome to the We Are Geeks Horror Channel and our Texas Chainsaw Massacre retrospective podcast where every Friday we'll be covering a new installment in the classic horror franchise. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and spoilers throughout. The We Are Geeks podcast series is published by WeAreTessellate.com and We Are Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Hello and welcome back to the We Are Geeks Horror Channel with our fourth episode of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre retrospective. I've been your host for all of them, Mal White, and joining me, Justin Macaroni. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's your official name now. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroni. And Allison Holland. All right, okay, oh sure. <laughs> all righty, Roo. All righty, um, Roo. <laughs> Uh, now we're here. We finally made it. The Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger, yeah. Leatherface movie. Ooh. So when you guys first came. when you guys first opted in to do this retrospective with me, um, yeah, I mentioned this one was coming up at some point. Did this seem like a highlight you're looking forward to? Matthew McConaughey is always a highlight. Yeah. Me too. I've <laughs> seen this. I've seen this one before, and I'm you know buried in a horror um, fan base, so I know the reputation of how bad this movie is, and yeah. yet somehow. I still held out. There's a little glimmer of hope of like, I know it's going to be bad. But, <laughs> but Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Is <laughs> and Renee Zellweger just as the lead, at least, you know, there's hopefully some attachment then to that yeah. lead. So I was kind of going into this one. I was kind of not, I wouldn't say excited, but I was prepared for a bad fun ride. That's what I was expecting. Um, what were your guys' expectations going in? I just said, if you didn't say, all right, all right, all right, I was going to cry. That's yeah. true. So we waited to see. So yeah. yes, we'll have to wait and see if he does indeed say the legendary line. Because this was really early in his career. 1994, this movie. Yep. Yeah, so it's like, what, number two? His second movie. So did he have anything in between this and Days of Confused? I don't know. Let's or look it up. It? Let's look up. You've got to be on this stuff because I've got all my notes up on my laptop. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in um, technology, so I only have paper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's got a pigeon in his lap who's yeah. telling him things. Um, all right, so this film, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, colon, The Next Generation, came out in 1994. It was originally oh. called Return of the Texas had, Chainsaw Massacre. He has two in well, between. Wait, he was in Angels in the Outfield? My boyfriend's back and Angels in the Outfield. What? Who is he in Angels in the yeah. Outfield? Who was he in Angels in the Outfield? Oh, I think he was like the outfielder dude. He was like goofy. <laughs> he was not the angel He's but the <laughs> outfield. No, no, no. He was like one of the outfielders or something. He was, he was, or he was like, he He's was in, Ben Williams. I've never even heard of this film. You've never seen Angels what? in the Outfield. Is that is it a baseball Dude. game? Dude. Yeah. yeah that's we got, don't get what's baseball films in, in UK. Uh, it's a lead. What's uh, the one everyone uh, here loves? That kid film name? everyone here loves. In huh? America. In America. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the lead in this. You'll grow up with his kid baseball game. Sandlot. Baseball. Sandlot, yeah. Oh, they I've never even heard of that until I came to the US. Oh, in, Amer- so in England, funny. we don't have baseball, so we don't get any yeah, of Yeah, they just have cricket. Crickets in the outfield. We have many cricket films. Crickets in the outfield. Playing the only baseball film <laughs> we got in the UK was um, The Field of Dreams. That's it. Uh, and that was purely because Kevin Costner was so big. 
in El Paso, the Field of Dreams was where all my friends went to get high. The actual it's field, true. or is that just what they called it? No, that's what they called that's it. That's what they called it. It's just like an empty field in our, yeah, <laughs> on our side of town. <laughs> oh, we know all about your Texas lot. We've been watching these documentaries, Ali. So yeah, let me tell you a little bit about, about this film. Directed by Kim Henkel, written by Kim Henkel. Does that name ring a bell with you guys? Sure does. Who was he, Ali? Can Number you one. Illuminate us. <laughs> I'm trying to find Matthew McConaughey. Williams? What is going on right now, guys? This is he, good audio. We See? have. I think that was him. We're, we're trying to watch Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey throws himself against the wall in the baseball in. Field. We can keep going, though. I'm, I'm, just, big, I'm, doing I'm doing research. I'm doing research. He... Was it story by from the first one? Kim Henkel created Texas Chainsaw Massacre okay. with Toby Hooper. They wrote yeah. the first one together. Um, and he also... Uh, yeah, no, so he didn't... He wrote... Uh, well none of the others but he's sort of credited for characters on everything else so this is since it was along with toby hooper like the original screenwriter coming back um and as i think we mentioned when we did number two that was toby hooper's version of doing a satire comedy sequel which um, they still didn't let him do <laughs> yep which got them butchered in the cut but there's definitely plenty of comedy left <laughs> in texas Chainsaw massacre too kim henkel wanted his own um time to get to do a comedy satirical sequel so this was basically his Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 um, and nice. kind of ignoring everything else that happened before it. So he wrote it and he directed it and it was his first time directing. <laughs> and his only time directing. He's never Aww. made another feature film since. This was his only movie. Um, it stars Renee Zellweger as Jenny, Matthew McConaughey as Vilma, Robert Jacks as Leatherface Slaughter is what the family's name is now apparently in credits uh yeah tony kerensky is dollar joe stevens is we slaughter which uh, for the longest time i thought they were saying dougie because <laughs> when she first said she goes heavy like yeah. and you're like dougie is, is we i don't know uh lisa marie newmeyer as heather john harrison as sean now can you guess what the film's budget might have been like a couple million do you remember what the last one was? The last one was, was like it like two million. million? No, no it, was, it was like four. There's one of like five. Five last million. One was, oh yeah. man, I get all muddled up now. Let me look at my notes. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's the crazy. last film, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. The budget was oh, I've got one point seven trill. Trill. <laughs> well, yeah, the number two was nearly five million. Yeah, number three, I think, was about two million, wasn't it, or something? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one cost six hundred thousand dollars. I could, uh, I could see that. <laughs> it had a gross of $185,000. Good. Good. Womp womp. Good. Uh, so yeah, the, by far and away, the, the, not the, necessarily the cheapest. The first film was possibly cheaper. It's hard for them to exactly... Well, no, it was 100% cheaper, actually. But it's hard it's to know that exactly how much cheaper it was. At least half is cheaper oh. than this to make. Uh, but the gross, by far the lowest of any of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. They'd all made big returns other than this one um and like all of the rest of them it had a weird convoluted way of getting made um and it ended up being something that yeah kem henkel was not proud of he intended it to be the real sequel there's um, a big the theme with all of these so far there is there is um so and the characters of Leatherface. the characters yeah. of filma which is matthew mcconaughey was intended to re to be uh, the hitchhiker um and we 
Um, no, sorry, the other way around. Vilmer and W.E. They were intended to be Hitchhiker and the Cook from the original. So Hitchhiker is supposed to not have died? Uh, yeah. Even though he got run over by a semi-truck? Yeah, yeah. like flattened. Like he was done. I just, man, why? And Jim Sido <laughs> was actually approached to play the Cook again, but um, he turned it down. Good. What a smart move. Uh, Bill Johnson, who played Leatherface in number two, was also offered the role for Leatherface, but he turned it down. I can see why. <laughs> Again, another theme. <laughs> um, yeah, and they had a lot of interesting stuff that happened later on with the movie, but we'll get into that later, um, just to do with how they tried to uh, to sell it. Um, and we do get some cameos later, but it, essentially this is a movie that, yeah, it started off meant to be his official sequel. It was definitely his satirical version, but it doesn't have any connection, really, to any of the others. However, it does open with a weird opening scroll, which <laughs> we won't get into in a, yeah. Yeah. about 30 seconds. But let's just do our little quick synopsis then. So essentially... Wait, should we do these things? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Actually, I'll tell you what, let's do the synopsis and let's jump into them so we split okay. it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, essentially it's a bunch of kids at prom night for reasons unknown and we'll get there. They leave prom night and decide to drive down a dirt road. There's nowhere apparently to turn around. Uh, they crash <laughs> their car. Why does this always happen? I can some, never turn around. Into some other teenager. Uh, they get into, they all split up basically wandering. They come across a house. A couple of them get, well, one gets killed. One gets kidnapped. More of them get kidnapped. The Soy family, who are now called the Slaughter family, apparently. <laughs> They're all there in the house. It really doesn't matter. They all, uh, it ends up with Renny Zellweger as our final girl um, who's left there. Uh, long procrastinated scenes as they all goof around for a while. Some business people turn up, maybe from the government. We'll get to that as well <laughs> with a strange new backstory for, these, for this hillbilly family. Um, and at the end of the film, it's really even unknown what happens. Yeah. Renny Zellweger definitely gets away because she's in a hospital. Um, but <laughs> but did the government but did the government put people there? put her there? Like, is the government in control of everything? Is even Matthew McConaughey dead? It's not even the government. We don't know. It's a secret group. It's some we don't know. French dude. Uh, well, we know it's Leatherface is sad yeah. and still dancing. That's yeah. really all we can tell. The if that sounds consistently sad in this one, if it sounds it's kind confusing, of all over the place in the others. It's because it is, and we'll get there as we go through You are scene. not alone. It's hard to ascertain exactly what happened in this movie. <laughs> But before we get to that, Allie, Hi. can you give us a landscape of movies in what year are we? 1994. 94. I was, were you, you were born? I was born. How old were you? What month did this come out? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 90, 94. I was born in December, so I was barely 93. Okay. <laughs> what month so did it come out? 94. You, yeah. 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 94 so, is the month. Under know, a year. If it, yeah. Under a year. Unless it was December 21st or later. Jesse, what I were you doing in 94, buddy? A Being a kid. Uh, uh, I, I remember seeing this uh, poster box, or like, because mm -hmm. you would no, go to Blockbuster, yeah, and I would see it because it's like the lips with a chainsaw on them. So I was like, this. I, I remember sexy. as a kid going, this looks stupid. <laughs> and it took you a long man, time to find out whether you're right or wrong. <laughs> and I was right. Thank you, younger self, for never watching this. <laughs> Uh, I was 14 when this movie came out, so I was uh, not quite watching horror films yet. It took me another like three years before yeah. I started watching these. You were things. still figuring out how to. I, I was know. figuring out how to how to get a girl in my hat in my truck, and Matthew yeah. gone If I'd seen this film, he would have told <laughs> me how to do it. Well, no, you get in. Yeah, or just going, hey, um, 
You're going to get breast cancer unless I feel your boobs. Yep. It's a good tactic. <laughs> yeah. Good tactic. My dad's a doctor. I would know. I would know. If anyone's listening to this and they decided, oh, we've already learned that they didn't like this movie and they don't want to be along for the ride, you're going to pick up some good dating tips throughout this podcast. Yeah. You also, should definitely stay tuned for that. You should stay tuned because there's a lot of little Easter eggs we're going to throw out there. Yep. Literal. <laughs> yeah. Literal. Easter eggs. We could do an entire podcast just on ridiculous quotes from this movie. Yes. Yes, you could. There will be some. You know. All right, Allie. Come on. Let us know what's going on Night Night 4. All right. 94. Uh, as usual, we're going to start with number 20. We have The Specialist. 19. Oh, I remember that, Hannah. No, I, love, I like going through these films as much as I like talking about the film we're talking about. All right. Let's have The Specialist was inserts. Stallone and, um, and what's the name? Sharon Stone. Yep. Stallone and Stone. Yeah, yeah. And it was like this sexy like CIA spy kind of thriller. It was really dumb. Which Every- one was this? Because he did so many. Everyone got ones. excited at this point because it was after Basic Instinct and she was doing all these sort of sexy Basic films Instinct is and- the first like yeah. sexy Sharon Stone exactly. thing. Yeah. This was, now you get back to this is not sexy at all, but at the time it was like, oh, it's racy and mainstream. Yeah. Um, so Specialist. 19 is Wolf. Yeah, that's that was Jack Nicholson. Yep. Nice. Is that your only comment? I didn't like it very much. I still will say there has never been a fantastic werewolf movie ever made hmm. yeah there has what Logan? twilight twilight <laughs> twilight three twilight. Oh, um, legend of the fall 18 legends of the fall yeah every girl loved that movie in my my, my age group um at 17 we have stargate yes yeah yeah that was good that was when it came out you're like whoa that was a big yeah. movie 16, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, great yeah. movie. My friend Kaylee's favorite movie. Oh, well, steady. That's nice. Um, no, <laughs> steady she, on she quotes it like seven times a day. Huh. Yeah, that was cool for about a year to quote it. <laughs> now it's not No, so cool. she still does. Yeah. Does she quote his, the sequel when nature calls? No. She Chicago. <laughs> 15, Star Trek, Generations. Is this the one with um, Tom Hardy in it? No, not, not was, no, he was in Star Trek. Not in '94, though, surely. Yeah, I don't know. Patrick Stewart, Stewart, Stewart. Hey, hey, this is his movies and films, yeah. Or is this the one just? For... Patrick Stewart. Sorry, movies and TV. I was like movies and films. Correct. My brain is mush from the um, film we just saw. No films. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fourteen disclosure. Oh, disclosure! That's not a sexy film. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Thirteen, the client. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was just one of those. It's not Tom Clancy, is it? Uh, he, he was in Star Trek Nemesis. No, that, came, um, that comes out. Right. No, yeah, no, I mean the writer. It was just one of those. Men. Like, they're all about John Grisham. There were all the John mm. Grisham movies were coming out at that point based on his books. So the Maverick. Espionage. Yeah, whatever. Maverick is number 12. <laughs> really? Oh. Maverick? Yeah. Number th- Maverick's higher than. Um, what was that one I just said? Was it Stargate? Are you serious? Yeah, Maverick's it's kind a of really bad Western comedy with um, what's his face? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I did like Maverick. It was entertaining, but I like Stargate better. Famously, cause... a bit of a bomb, Maverick, because Westerns just famously don't make money. Yeah, do. and Hollywood keeps putting them out every now and then again. Oh, people still don't want them. <laughs> like comedy Western. Sorry, I meant like yeah. Well, except Wild Wild West. The only comedy Western I've seen is a Czech comedy Western. Really? Yep. Was what it about what? How to Die what? a Million Ways or whatever? No. Wild Wild West. Okay. No, I don't bombed all these movies. Bombed. Wait, no, Wild Wild West didn't do okay for like no, a comedy not western. For the not for the budget. Oh yeah, that's true. But they had a lot of merchandising. Yeah, maybe merchandising too, right? Yeah, and songs. Yeah, you know? yeah. How many people music. play like Wicked Wicked Wow, Wicked Wow? People do still say that. Yeah. 
At 11, we have Interview with the Vampire, The Vampire Chronicles. It's great. Colin, The Vampire Chronicles. It's a great movie. Like, sincerely, (laughs) that is one of the best vampire films ever made. One of Tom Cruise's best performances, one of Brad Pitt's best performances. And you got a very young Kirsten Dunst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. But also, my favorite vampire movie is What We Do in the Shadows. Not Twilight. It's a cool movie. And Twilight. (laughs) Twilight 4. And the first one, because I have a cinema. Twilight 3 is better for werewolves, but Twilight 4 is better for vampires. Yeah. I'm sad that I know that that's actually true. Oh, yeah, yeah. 10. Pulp Fiction. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Best film of the year so far. So many movies Nine came out this year. used to be one of my favorite movies, The Mask. The Masky. Jim Carrey had Ace Ventura and The Mask yeah. in the same year? This is my... Was well, Ace Ventura still in there from the year before, maybe? Because that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where is that? Well, also, I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting to see if... if well, let's, I'll give a little fact of it. This one movie doesn't come up. Number eight, Speed. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. That was <laughs> yeah. Speed was the rebirth of action movies. Yeah. Yeah, after Die Hard, like it goes Die Hard, then Speed, then The Matrix in terms of the evolution of action. Every yeah. decade. Dude, Speed. changed. Such a simple thing. All right, they're on a bus. Can't slow down. Bombs on it. Yep. Go. <laughs> and the rebirth of Dennis Hopper's career. Yeah. A little tie in there to Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. There you yeah. go. Which well, I mean, well, Keanu Speed and, Keanu and uh, Dennis Hopper worked on a movie before this. It oh, was um, like by the riverbed or, or the, it's uh it's a porno no 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 it has uh, crispin glover in it as well yeah i can believe yeah, it yeah it was it was a I have not crazy movie but it was it was good i liked it at number seven is clear and present danger yep another one of them that's harrison ford playing the role that ben affleck would take over later on yeah holy crap jim number carrey six. dumb and dumber Seriously, Jim Carrey had three Doing films well. in the top Dude. twenty that year. He must have made so much That's money. Insane. This is a good year for him. Katie yeah. had a dream about Jim Carrey last night. She should ask her about that. Was <laughs> he painting? Painting her like one Aww. of his French girls. <laughs> Number five, The Flintstones. Oh come on, people! <laughs> Four, oh, The gosh. Santa Claus. Oh come on! <laughs> three Pulp Fiction came out. Oh, this here year. Three is True Lies. Yeah, Do Realize is a fun, stupid Arnold, movie. Arnold, two movies. It goes on for about 10 hours, but it's, <laughs> it's all right. Two is Forrest Gump. Nice. Okay. This and is my number one. One. This is your number one? No, no I'm just kidding. Oh. For this year, it would be, though. The Lion King. The Lion King. So good. Yeah, it is a great <laughs> movie. Pulp Fiction. Is the one uh, you were talking about? No, no, no. Uh, Angels in the Outfield. Oh. Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> other movie came out this year as well. <laughs> Don't know this movie. We should watch it. We found his like tiny little clip of yeah. him diving for the ball and the angels. The, it's the him. first time the angels appear is when Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey he's, he's an outfielder and he's like running for the ball and they're just like, man, he's not going to catch it. All of a sudden, JGL looks up and sees these little orbs of light coming down. It's these angels. Are you really? Yeah. Here, here, watch this. It sounds like garbage. No, show me light. Show me light. And they pick him up and it's like the painting where, you know, God's. Uh, oh my you're gonna touch this god! Thing. This sounds <laughs> horrible, dude. You should watch it. If you're watching a baseball movie, watch this. Watch Sandlot. this one. No, no, no. Watch Sandlot. this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't even watch Sandlot. Sandlot's like uh, I don't really play nah, baseball. Watch, I'm gonna watch <laughs> basketball. If I watch yeah. Baseball. yeah, basketball. Yeah, or watch Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Uh, what was happening in horror in the year 1994? Because there was no horror on that list. Yeah, you've got mm, De La Morte, De La Morte. Yeah, Del Monte Moore's a weird Rupert Everett. It was like this very cult film that now is big in a cult way. Um, and it's well worth checking out. It's this strange, like, Italian-American yeah. sexy... Sexy. It, uh, yeah, there's a lot of nudity in it. It's a weird movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
Leprechaun 2. That's important to know where we're at with slashes at this point. Leprechaun 2. Like, we're on... We're in, like, we talked about last episode when we were in 1990. This is the gulf of horror. Like, there was no good horror coming out at this point. You've got Pumpkinhead 2, colon, Blood Wings. (laughs) That's a bad colon. Um, Yep. Again, very important. That's where we're at. These are the best horror films that came out this year. Yeah. The Stand. Which many people still love. The Stephen King TV miniseries. Yeah. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. In my opinion, the best horror film of the year. That's genuinely a great one. That was Wes Craven going back to Freddy to do something different. And that was his precursor to Scream, which he did the year after. Um, And it's the first postmodern horror film where it's very self-referential. Everyone's playing themselves. Actors are playing themselves. Actors are playing (laughs) actors in a movie about a movie. It is, literally. Um, And it's all about Freddy coming into the real world. Nice. Good fun time. Spooky. Um... Yeah, but we're in a difficult time for horror. They didn't know what to do. So New Line, as we spoke about, they left um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre after one film, which didn't work out for them. Even though it had a good return, they just yeah. walked away. Um, they were just like, there's nowhere to go with this. Let's cut Let's cut it before it sinks us. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it passed over to, to new people. Um, it doesn't, I mean, I I've never even heard of this company before, so <laughs> it's not really worth talking about. Um, yeah, and Kim Hemkel got his chance to come back and do his voice on what he thought the sequel should actually be and do his debut of directing. So let's get into what the outcome of that is. <laughs> so like we start like we do with all of these with an opening troll. It's called Texas oh, Chain Massacre, colon, new the, next gen- the Next Generation. It, it's also like Star Trek. It really is. And there is, because this is, yeah, you have to forget, this was like sci-fi geekdom on TV was big at this point. Star Trek was huge and yeah. X-Files had just gotten huge. Yeah. And you can feel a little bit of that. It's like they tried to take in this movie. sci-fi and comedy and yeah. implement it in because comedy is also kind of big right now. So we get this opening crawl with a weird guy <laughs> speaking it. I have no idea who this person is. It sounds old-timey. It's, yeah. His it's accent like, well, starts in one wrong. place and then you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we we actually had to pause this to look at it again because we couldn't comprehend what was in this opening crawl. So your one place where you can incite any well, terror it's, you it's, want. It's not it's, even a crawl. It just stayed there this yeah. time. Yeah. They, they were like, well, no one can really keep up with these crawls. Like, so know, let's just... Our, our hardest just thing every time is the guy can't read as fast as the scroll. So let's yeah. just keep it still. But it's the one place where you can incite terror is in a place where you don't have to film anything. You don't have to get people to act. You just get to write something yeah so that can be spooky because you can just write a precursor that's going to make you scared <laughs> it said the second half of this we had to write this down where the <laughs> literally this is verbatim he says regrettably not one of the family members has was ever apprehended and for more than 10 years nothing further was heard then over the next several years at least two minor yet apparently related incidents <laughs> were reported but then again nothing <laughs> Yeah. For five long years, silence. silence. Not even a comment. It was five, young, five long years silence. Dot, dot, dot. So, obviously the point of this, and this is, where I, this is where I think we should get straight into it, because he's clearly trying to be funny. He's tr- clearly trying to be satirical, but he's doing a middle finger to the other two films that happened straight away. He's like, over the next several years, at least two minor, yet apparently related incidents <laughs> were like reported. I'm just like hearing this in Donald Trump's voice. And being like, <laughs> yeah. 
Apparently, this happened Apparently, and they were related. This, but these things happen. But then what we did after was great. You're gonna love it. It's great. Oh, it man. is minor, but you're gonna love this. Uh, <laughs> trust me. Take my word for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Silence. So yeah, this is like a big middle finger to these other two films while acknowledging them at the same time, which is so weird. Just forget all about them and yeah. just just talk about the first one if that's what you want to do. But he wants to make a point of yeah, this other two shit happened. But in doing so, he's immediately fucking up his own movie because yeah. the start of this is dreadful. Then because people who don't know about those probably aren't going to see this movie, I guess. <laughs> but I don't it's think anybody like, saw this movie. Even even I when I was watching it at the beginning, I kind of forgot about that. And then as I wrote it down, I was like, oh, okay, he's clearly doing a middle finger to the other two films. But then you're just off on a bad foot straight away. You're, you're wasting... It's horrible writing. Yeah, yeah. And you're just wasting your opening to you're do like, a middle finger. Yeah, you're trying to be like, yeah, you guys suck. I'm going to do a better one. And you mm-hmm. just well, shot congratulations, your Congratulations, you already fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, you shot yourself in the foot before you even started the race. And then we get a title card. We're in May the 22nd of 1996. So in the future. future. Yep. Which explains the leg that we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> Yeah. We get they only gave themselves two years that they're like this will be the technology yep <laughs> yep and uh, then we have the tackiest tackiest opening title so far do you remember it just like comes up like yellow it like looks like hay oh it's horrible yeah <laughs> I, horrible. I blacked out <laughs> Justin didn't wake up again until the end of the yeah. let me know when it's over uh, and we open on very close up red lipsticks um, it's Renny Zellweger getting ready for her prom um, and she has in the background uh, do you notice this an animal activist poster no, I was very busy watching her apply the red lipstick that she was already wearing. Yeah, <laughs> she was over like four and over. Times. Yeah, she really kicked <laughs> like, it off. Like it's on there. You don't need any more layers. She really wanted it to be permanently on. I guess you know. They and then she wiped it off. Yeah, with ease. I was like, wow, you're really fast. <laughs> Did she wipe it with her dress I can tell though? You, red lipstick does not come off with ease like that. Yeah, it was kind of remarkable. She had really good skills. Knows. He knows. I know. <laughs> I'm <me>. aware. <laughs> well, she had, yeah, she, there was this weird, because it's like this really girly, girly bedroom. But then on her mirror, they stuck one black and white picture of a cow with two heads that just says choose <laughs> underneath it. It was so weird. That's, I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I didn't catch that. I just went, wow, here we go. You were busy looking at her mustache. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like, man. So, also, impressed that she didn't get any lipstick on her teeth i was like wow you go girl you so go, Re- girl. renee goes to prom and we have this ab- immediately just bizarre setup where we kind of forget about her and we go off with heather and this other girl that we never see again and <laughs> they're talking to the lady who gives you whatever your pass is to go into prom and she's asking hey where's my boyfriend barry and the lady insinuates like oh yeah i thought she guys broke up. like a teacher yeah and then, um, and then Heather and her friends start like talking, and her friend, I don't understand what's friend going on. Friend is weird. It's like I don't know if she's trying to be special needs or if she's just the worst actor who was really awkward and scared. Both. It's yes. So bizarre. Uh, but she just goes off on this thing about how like don't worry about that teacher. She's don't, a don't worry. Bitch. It just just don't 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 listen to her. She's. Just she's don't, like don't worry. shaking her head don't and like moving just, her hands but it doesn't, weird. I don't feel like yeah, she's I was special like, needs. First of all, no. yeah, you're, you're, is you're it supposed seen... to be that like she's seen shit and like I what is the point? I have no clue. Well, she's supposed to be like no a clue. doomsayer. <laughs> don't listen to her. Don't go looking for Perry. I thought it was meant originally. I thought it was meant to be that she had been the one making out with this Heather's boyfriend, so she was like all guilty about it. Really weird nerves. 
I couldn't. It was incomprehensible. Or was Straight she just away. really high? It's it's but it is bewildering this scene. It, it was the weirdest. We all just looked at each other like, wait, was that a scene? <laughs> yeah. a lot we of said things. that a few times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then yeah, we we head over to some guys who are hanging out with the line. If he's talking about some girl he had sex with, like she was completely naked, like a battleship or something. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's a his literal line. Yeah, it's, it didn't make any sense. Have you ever seen a battleship with clothes on? That's true. I have not. There you go. Good masks. Uh, wait, but having a flag is that considered like having clothes on? Oh, good point. Hmm. Good point. If it's dressed with planes and people, is that clothes? That's, yeah, that's considered. Or is that clothes. an affection? Or is that like, it's about to get? It's like. We're, we're ready to battle. Wink. <laughs> I'd rather probably talk about this in the movie. But these are all good points. <laughs> so Heather's looking for Barry. What's immediately clear to me is Heather's awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry. <laughs> she's not even that good. She, she's just she's like not just, even as good as Franklin yelling. Has anyone seen miles. Barry? Barry's. Anyone seen Barry? So as Heather- he's right behind her at the pillar that she's already standing at, yelling his name. Can, can someone look up this girl, Lisa Marie Newmeyer? I know you did what we're watching, yeah. Justin, but unbelievably bad. Like, she I've rarely seen things. anybody as bad as this. Yeah, she went on she to do all, all the way to Sin City. Completely sleepwalks throughout this entire movie. She, um, she did Friday Night Lights for one episode. Yeah, she did a lot of, like, small parts. Since, yeah. She did Scanner Darkly, Sin City. Jesus. Insane. She was in a TV series. Yeah, not much. Last thing she did was the one Friday Night Lights episode in 2008. She probably had Good. a child and was <laughs> like, you know, I'm retiring from acting. Um, yeah, so she finds him making out with another girl. Doesn't really seem much. Like, oh, Barry. <laughs> and she yeah, her reactions are horrible. Everyone's reactions in this film are horrible. Other fair. than Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, Matthew McConaughey. It's like everyone else that was, you know. Matthew no one is reacting in reality in this film. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> reacting as if you're doing a table read and you've you've you're all sleepy and hungover yeah. from the night before. It was like Matthew McConaughey brought it and everyone yeah. else was just kinda like, Well he's I'm not doing that all good. the work. They're like, We're not our characters aren't that good, we're not that good. You're really he's making a character movie. Yeah. Let's just let him do it. So she runs to a car, Barry jumps in as well, and then inexplicably they start driving away from prom with no reason. Her only reason to get in the car was to drive away from him. But then he gets in the car and, and then, then they just says, stop dr- the car. I'm going to get out. Like that's, you just voluntarily got in. Yeah, that's his dad's car too. Why'd she go and steal his, like Barry's dad's car? And they just start driving in, no, in just a random in direction. Direct, yeah. And then Renee Zellweger and her friend Sean are in the that's back her boyfriend. Seat. Well, mm, she says boyfriend, but they're it just was. friends. Wink. There's it insinuations was. here. Yeah, yeah. That she's meant to be a lesbian in this scene. She with, looks at a girl's boobs. She looks at a girl's boobs, <laughs> and Barry you know. basically like says that she's not interested in boys. But Barry has this. I mean, I would like to say this was the scene with the weirdest dialogue. But, uh, <laughs> one, but they're just like arguing and about stuff, and he's like talking about getting testicular cancer because he's not <laughs> having sex, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Like to Heather, like, you're stifling me because you don't let me hang out with my friends anymore, or make out with girls, or fill their boobs. <laughs> And then even more bewildering is Heather then going, yeah, it's probably my fault because I'm a bitch. She and Renee's in the back, in the back seat, just going, no, it's not your fault. Boys can't really get cancer from not having sex. And then he goes, shut up, my father's a doctor. I know what's up. It's 
and it it's would be ridiculous. funny if it was well delivered like yeah. yeah if it was like popping and just really stupid and it was kind of like you know watching idle hands or something yeah it could be funny but it's so bad none of them are on the same like they it feels like they never got together for rehearsals to figure out what each of them should be doing no <laughs> yeah it's, there's just no energy like literally it's i can't enthuse it enough no one's giving anything no how anything did, at all. how did like that scene even go without anyone going like is this supposed to be funny or are they on paper that's thing i can imagine reading it and it's still not good comedy don't get me wrong it's not funny on paper but i can see what he was going for at least when yeah. you just look at it on paper but between the direction the score the editing and most of all the acting and yeah. how that's directed it's just immediately a flan falling apart in the cupboard like straight away in the most bewilderingly strange way where you have no idea what people's intentions are you have no idea what people's relationships are things will happen and no one will react in the way that they're meant to act like it's oh it's so weird <laughs> Um, but yeah, then they get into a T-bone uh, crash at a stop junction, uh, which, sorry, I just have written down the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> but then she keeps driving after this T-bone crash. So they have one crash. Yeah. Keep going. Why do you have that first crash even? She, they show a stop sign and she's not slowing down. So then they yell at her, stop. And she slams on her brakes and then that car hits like the back side of And then they just keep going. Car. And they keep going. And then they have another crash in a minute. Yes. So Once the they're in the woods. Why do you have that first crash? Why is that even needed? But we have this first Drama. crash. She keeps driving and then they turn down a dirt road. And you th at this point, we're like, hang on. Why aren't they going back to prom? Where yep. the fuck are they going? And then they go, oh, where are we? Oh, we're lost. And then, what's his name? <laughs> uh, Barry. Barry. Barry, sorry. He's like, look for a place to turn around. And then he goes, oh, there's never any place to turn around. This sucks. <laughs> That's his actual dialogue. Yeah. And they're amazing. on a deserted little dirt road. She's like, just fucking turn around. Yeah. Yeah. And when they ask her where they're going, she's like, don't worry. It's okay. All we have to do is go back. Yeah. You're and then like, they don't. Yes. So do it. They just keep driving. <laughs> Put the car in reverse. Yeah, it's literally and go all back where This entire from. movie is her fault. The girl who drove. And then after that line, he's got, yeah, there's never any place to turn around. This sucks. <laughs> these assholes like, don't even know how to make roads. To me. <laughs> yeah. Like, these assholes don't even know how to make roads. You don't know how to drive a car. You turn it around. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I've, I don't know how early to say this, but I have seen. I have like, so over there behind us, like I've been recently going through slasher films, uh, classic ones, and there's maybe about 100 slasher films over there, a little <laughs> bit more. That's nothing compared to what I've seen. I used to watch every slasher film and went straight to DVD, not cinema. I've seen probably, in all honesty, over 800 slasher films. It's one of my favorite genres. I have never, in all that time, seen scenes as incomprehensibly stupid as this movie. <laughs> Ever, it's mind-boggling. But it makes you man. Laugh. There's no place to turn around. <laughs> Satire. Oh. Oof. So then Heather, Barry, and Jenny they go looking for a place to find a phone. They break their torch in the brightest set I've ever seen, and then start going. If only we could see something. <laughs> yeah. It's so dark. It's just like I'll give this film one credit. The lighting is okay, not for the context <laughs> of the see scenes. You can them. You're not supposed to, because they was, can't see. For $600,000, I will give this film a credit. It looks okay. 
not in terms of direction or how he handles it but what's that there's some art design in places they have a shitty house with some things <laughs> there's some light that comes through trees that takes expensive rigs to do that stuff like people just take this for granted because normally films cost millions and that's just bog standard you hire someone to do it six hundred thousand dollars it's they got some people in like talent not talent but it got some professional people in who could do that and then unfortunately <laughs> put a director and actors in control of all that who had no idea what to do with anything they had a car <laughs> these are all production you know production elements um so they find an office in the middle of nowhere that's open i don't know yeah i didn't i have they no clue what it. this place is no it looks like a trailer they show a sign but i don't think the sign really says what the office is either right before they pull in and they run in there and ask for help and there's a girl who i just referred to throughout this film as boob lady yep um so she rings for someone to help them without... As fake as a $3 bill. Yep. And immediately starts talking about her boobs to yeah. Renee Zellweger. Well, she very obviously looks down her shirt. Just, but there's no, like... I didn't even catch that. I thought she was I just like, sitting there. No. It's like no. a good three-second, like, slow... It's weird. It's so... There's, but she's not even wearing anything provocative at this point in the movie. It's, yeah, it's like a regular V-neck. It's weird. Really weird. Um, and yeah, and then she gives the person on the phone all the information about their crash, even though they haven't told her about their crash. <laughs> they just came running in, and that's it. Um, and then someone throws something through the window, so she gets her boobs out to flash them. First boobs in yep. the franchise, film four. We don't even get a frontal. No. Nope. Like side boob. We see a pretend nipple later. We get side boobs, it and it's cut to side boobs. So I don't even think I think it's a boob stand-in because we don't even get her face. Yeah. Not frontal side. If you're going to get a boob stand in frontal shot, what yeah. is wrong with them? Can't even do that right. Yeah, it's probably fake boobs, like prosthetic boobs. Well, she, she says they're fake. Oh, you think just like fake? Just, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. like not even a person's boobs. <laughs> it's a robot boob. <laughs> yep. Um, so then Matthew McConaughey turns up in a tow truck uh, to Sean, uh, and he's got a cyborg leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's really no other way around it. <laughs> At first you think, oh, he's got a brace on his leg like Leatherface did in the last one. Yeah. Nope. There are wires and tubes and literal Leading just like... It's a vacuum belt. hose yes. running from his ass <laughs> to his leg. So it's powered by bullshit. <laughs> it's unbelievably ridiculous. And every time he moves it, it makes yeah, this little <laughs> noise. It's... It's which just, means he's not stealthy uh, at all we're watching just, these movies together we just keep like we just kept this film and in the others we kept the shit together this one we all kept looking at each other like, well, <laughs> did you see that i saw happening? that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was started like oh shit it's matthew Mc oh fuck this movie <laughs> i was out i was out at that point that's where you lost me uh so he's he doesn't even pretend he's there to help he immediately breaks the wounded kid's neck uh, no he goes hey is he right he's dead what <laughs> You're, no, he's not dead. He's like, yeah, he's dead. Uh, he was just talking a little bit ago, like in his sleep. Mm. <laughs> and then breaks his, <laughs> neck. his neck. He's, like, he's dead now. now. He's dead. <laughs> uh, then he goes after Sean with the line, first I'm going to kill you. It ain't no fucking biggie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's he going to do second? <laughs> um, Sean runs off. Matthew gets in his tow truck, goes after him, catches up with him. Kid keeps running in the road, but doesn't go into the woods. <laughs> like a dumbass. Right in the middle. And this is... What's most impressive with this movie is that the incomprehensible reactions from people 
is very, very, what's the word, consistent. There isn't one actor in this film who actually acts in any of the scenes the way you would. And you think at some point it would be like, well, maybe Sean will actually seem scared. Like, nope. He just looks out he's of breath. Gonna, yeah. Nothing. He pulls over and he's like, "Oh, please don't kill me." Well, yeah, no, just... he does stop at one point and just like walks to the side of the car and leans over and is like, <sighs> "Yeah, yeah." It's like, "Hey, man, he's can, like, oh, can are we you stop?" Tired? Yeah. Like, I don't want to play this game anymore, he's man. Like, I'm bored. I can't run anymore. Can you just like give me a break, please? Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he literally could have got away. He could Matthew... just turn right into yeah. the woods yeah, where Matthew... there's a bunch of trees and a car can't go. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey can't chase him because he's got that damn robot leg. They go, <laughs> so I've written down here, it's impossible to overstate how stupid and ineffective all of this is. Yeah. There's no way, as a comedy and as a horror film, nothing, nothing is working. Uh, so Matthew just runs over Sean again and again and again and again and this goes on for about a good minute. Just reversing and forward, <laughs> just running over him for ages. Yep. This then, series loves it's long scenes yes and not in an artistic way Definitely. yeah not in a eat pie throw way not in a, a ghost story way. i hope i hope matthew just took a lot of money up front and not like on the back end for this, this is like this but is... i wonder if he was like at that stage yet that no. people were like he probably signed all these deals at the same time like he would have done days confused this one's doing in texas days confused in austin yeah. like this is all like he's like yeah i don't have to leave home Perfect. i'll make the yeah. easy probably movies still yeah in school yeah, he probably. was in school oh, yeah. when Days of Confused happened, unless he was a senior. How old was he in this movie? Can you check it out? Yeah, twelve. Because he, at some scenes, he looks really young, and other scenes, he was he looks twelve in his years 30s. old. Uh, the to- well, no, Heather Barry and Jenny um, run after a truck that passes by them, but Jenny says we could get arrested for trespassing, so she goes her own way and lets the other two chase it. Whose torch then runs out again, and she whimpers. Heather, no, Jenny's then whimpering. If you guys can hear me. I'm gonna go and see if Sean's okay. Into a dark wood, which has no idea where their friends are, and she's sort of run away in <laughs> a direction. And this is a very busy dirt back road because then we get a motorcycle going by. And this looks like a road no one ever goes down. Ever. Except for the kid that they hit who was Yeah, by except himself. for the kid that they hit, these <laughs> other kids who are asking her to flash her boobs. Like, this looks like it's meant to be a party like road, but it's just a fucking dirt road, yeah. nothing on it. He was like 24, 25. Was he really? Yeah. He was yeah, born in well, I guess it's in the middle. He looks much older in some bits. But. Yeah. Well, that's how they were built back in the day. Back look. in the day. Back in 1994. Back in the <laughs> 90s. Um, fixed. It's the future. Then we get, again, what I'd like to say is the most incomprehensible scene of the movie. It's and it, not. <laughs> it, but it could be. The dialogue between Heather and Barry about Heather being a bitch. Yeah, what the f- her parents, I think, and then her saying, "If I was like, if I was smarter, I would be Jenny." And he's like, "No, you wouldn't. She's a dog." <laughs> and he's like, "No, she's got a great body. I've seen it in gym class." And then her stepfather's. No one thinks she's hot, but she, I've seen her naked. Yeah, and then as if to say she's hot, her stepfather's keep trying it on with her all the time. <laughs> trying to what? <laughs> Try it on with her. There's this throwaway line about her stepfather's thinking trying to try it on with her. Now, apparently, in the original version of this. There was a scene, um, and it's on like Laserdisc or something, for the Japanese market, I think. You have that opening with her putting her lipstick on, and then her stepdad starts like sexually harassing her before she leaves to go for prom. And they cut that for this movie, um, for the US and UK and everything else version. 
Hmm. Which makes this sentence make more sense. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how this movie could get weirder, but that would make it there even weirder. Go. Of like, oh, you're trying to deal with something serious in this movie. Um, um, Heather and Barry arrive at a spooky house. Barry goes out back to check while Heather waits in the swing chair. And I think, oh, cool, maybe we're going to get a throwback to the swing chair. No. Barry hears some music, so he climbs and peers through a boarded window. Um, and then suddenly we get someone standing behind Heather, who just materialized there. Because <laughs> it's the next generation and Star Trek, you can materialize the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's Leatherface. I got down, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Things are looking up. There you go. He oh. plays with her hair. Yep. Sniffs it. It's so dumb. He's so gentle. A guy then points a, nice guy. a gun at Barry. And then, with his foot, draws a line in the dirt and says the line, I propose to fight it out on this line if it takes all summer. <laughs> was this a quote or was this his line? I don't know what's going on. It was <laughs> quoting, like, something stupid. Yeah. Then Leatherface uh, knocks over a broom. <laughs> she turns around and screams. Leatherface starts screaming, which he does a lot in this movie. Yep. Um, and then grabs her. Um, and then grabs a boob twice throughout the rest of this scene, <laughs> which one of the making ofs I found, um, found out like he was so in the moment that she wasn't warned that he was going to be grabbing her boob throughout this scene. Hmm. So sexual harassment Good. is what we're watching. Excellent. And what I would... So now getting through the scene, I wrote it down at this point, but getting through the... Sorry, getting through the film. I would argue this is the best scene in the movie. Them... Him taking her in? Well, because Ether can't act for shit. No. But she puts she's up pretty a good at fighting fight. Leatherface. I wrote that down too. I was like, this is the like the best fighting against yeah, Leatherface that really... we have seen so She far. looks like she's genuinely trying yeah. to get away from him. He's really just trying to hold her by any part of her body yeah. he can. Yeah. And then he shoves her in the freezer. She gets out. He slams it down again, puts something on top. There's one good edit where she's like screaming and then they cut to something being slammed down and it's actually like an effective punctuation mark in the scene mm. the rest not well directed not well edited but what's going on between the two of them she's like writhing around and yeah. just throwing her limbs everywhere which That's we haven't seen every time I've been like your legs are hanging limp you would be moving your whole body yeah she's going for it and it goes yeah. on quite a long while um, and he seems like freaked out by her screams as well and it's the only yeah. like it didn't affect me don't get me wrong I wasn't scared and I was not laughing but I was like, no, this is so far like the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Arguably still the best scene <laughs> in the movie. And it's nothing that anything shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> like no movie shouldn't be able to handle this scene. Yeah. Meanwhile, Barry's been shepherded inside by the guy with the gun. So he has a clever tactic. He goes in, closes the door and tells the guy that he needs to use the bathroom anyways. <laughs> And then locks the door on the guy, and then the and guy's then like, And takes oh, a few steps, fuck. and is like, I really do need to use the bathroom. <laughs> he really does need to use <laughs> the really bathroom. He really did need to. He's like, oh, he I had to piss. Lying. Where's the bathroom? So then he walks through this creepy-ass house and goes into this bathroom with Which, his literal skin hanging off the back door. And none of it phases him. And the walls are just like dirt and grime and mold. Everything is filthy. <laughs> and he just starts going to the toilet while talking like, to Heather. this house is immaculate. You should see my room. He talks to Heather as if she's in the room. Yep. And even though he hasn't seen her in five, ten minutes, and someone's just pointed a gun at him. And yeah. he was hearing her scream. Yeah. And said, don't worry, that's my girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> she does that. Like, you should be worried don't about worry. her. Listen to her screaming. She's my girl. She's a bitch. She doesn't <laughs> let me make out with other girls. Yeah, she doesn't let me talk to my friends. Oh. 
Mate. So then he turns around and spots a decomposed body in a bathtub. Um, and then Heatherface clobbers him over the head with the worst contact I think I've ever seen in a <laughs> clobbering scene. <laughs> like, it's nowhere near him. And he just, like, falls down. Um, but I was happy because he was, at that point, the most annoying character in the yeah. <laughs> But the smartest. <laughs> but the only one talking. Where's the... There's no place to turn around. And he also told the guy with the gun, my dad's a lawyer. I can sue you. Yeah. yeah. His dad is very talented. Went to lots of school. Uh, you guys pointed out Leatherface appears to be wearing leggings. Yep, yeah. Like he was wearing leggings. leggings. With a, like a circle dust in the shape of a circle on his butt. With a white t-shirt and an army jacket. And a yellow apron. It really was. What do we have lying around? <laughs> Or what can we go to Goodwill and just get for like one dollar? I know yeah. the lady that did the costume. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? Don't be sorry. Man. This is mean, 94. Maybe... And honestly, this was probably like, do what you can with this. And she was like, all right, it's not going to look good. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, look, hey, I didn't notice what anybody else was wearing other than some crazy 80s shit we'll get to later. I noticed a lot of shit that that, that looked like David Bowie McGee was wearing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Boobs okay, McGee we'll has it. some Wait, serious Boobs McGee. The desk lady oh, with yeah. the fake boots. Yeah, she has some crazy outfits. Uh, Heather gets out again. Bubba puts her on a meat hook. Um, and we do get an impact sound. Yep. This time. Yeah. So rectified that problem. <laughs> Whether it was effective or not. <laughs> One up on the original. Take <laughs> uh, mean- that. Meanwhile, Jenny and Matthew, uh, I only call him Matt the whole time because what else would you call him? They're on the road. Um, he shouts her to get in the truck so she gets in (laughs) just incomprehensible actions from people yeah Um, if Matthew McConaughey told me to get in his car I'd get in his car if Matthew McConaughey told me to get in his car I would say alright 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 wink wink Uh, so he spooks her out a little bit and then makes her look at her dead friend Sean and she doesn't seem to care yeah she was just very like ah whatever just a boy. He takes her glasses and breaks them and then is like, look out the window. Yeah. Like, she yeah. probably can't fucking see. <laughs> She's you like, okay, her there's glasses. something there. They keep going Except on about... don't worry, it's not a problem that she doesn't have them for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And they, they're they just 2020 like, vision. They're because they're trying to make her look not attractive. <laughs> Once her glasses came off. Like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Oh boy. This is the 90s. <laughs> it's all you need. It's all short. She's all that. That's what you taught you. Just take off your glasses. Well, Sadly, now today people are wearing glasses when they don't need them because yes, it's cool. quote unquote hip. Well, Which is worse, I, I putting work... glasses on to look ugly when you're pretty or putting glasses on to look cool when you're not cool? <laughs> <laughs> well, I put glasses on when I ride like, my bicycle sometimes. Cause, That's a uh, smart move. Yeah, because the wind, man. And also, you don't want The bugs. wind, man? The wind. <laughs> is he a different villain we haven't run into? <laughs> <laughs> the wind. That's, that's why she had glasses. It's crazy. You can wear bugs. sunglasses. Well, no, I mean, I do wear sunglasses, but when it's like nighttime, I don't want to wear sunglasses. That's fair. Man, she, okay. doesn't, she doesn't think through, things you're, through. You're right. Allie would die first. Think <laughs> <through> you <laughs> talk, Allie. Come on. Um, but yeah, she's not freaked out by it. She jumps out the door because it's open. Um, and he and Matthew McConaughey puts on some rock. He literally puts a cassette in to go and he drives yeah. some rock around. Yep. I have written down, oh, some charisma in this movie at last because Matthew McConaughey is ridiculous as he is in this film. At least he's, he's putting everything into where everyone else is doing character. nothing. Yep. Everyone yeah. else is a black really hole of acting. People's yeah. heads. He's got so much shit going on. It's <laughs> really crazy. I listened to a podcast. He makes um, it work though. Like fucking robot leg. I'm like, this is so dumb. But you know what? <laughs> sure. I'll let it slide. 
I was the podcast where they were reviewing this film and they said like despite everyone's awful like you can see the star power in Matthew McConaughey and you can see the star power in Renny Zellweger I would agree with one of those two things <laughs> Renny Zellweger a year later is in Jerry Maguire in this movie I'm just gonna say it right now she's awful yeah no absolutely fucking I would say no. the worst worse than any of the lead actresses we've the, had so far yeah yeah she was just very chill about everything Heather's horrible, but her screaming fighting is like infinitely better than yes. Renee Zellweger's scared anything. Renee Zellweger's character in this one was just like, I'm gonna be very diplomatic and logical (laughs) about this whole experience. There's literally like even in the third one, she was horrible and the character was not interesting, but she could act okay. Like she could be competent. Stretch nothing. No, Stretch. Stretch was a stupid character, but she had charisma. You know. Yeah. But the third one. You know, like the desert, like you remember oh, yeah, you blacked yeah, yeah. out the third one. I was just like, Vigo! That then, was yeah. Michelle. That's, That's why it. I kept saying Michelle. I was like, where did Michelle get in my head? Right, yeah. Right, right. yeah. 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 She was, you know, she's like, we did it. We sure did. <laughs> Wait, is that the same one or is that stretch? Yeah, I can't Benny. remember, man. Benny. Benny says, we did to... it. Yeah. And Michelle's like, yeah. Yeah. Did Stretch die? How does Stretch? No, no she's Stretch dancing, dancing on the at the top of the plastic mountain. mountain. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's Dude, still out there, man. Still, I start to like blackout endings if they're so bad. I'm just like, <laughs> nope, don't commit it to your memory. <laughs> not worth it. It's really not. Um, so yeah, she stands in the dark for a little bit, and then he says, "Okay, if that's what you want, live and learn." <laughs> and drops yeah. off. Man, he's like a life coach is what I got from this point. I'm like, Matthew McConaughey, you're a life coach, man. <laughs> Talk me through everything. So we're presuming this is because he knows Leatherface is out there magically somehow. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're in the dark with her for a bit thinking, what is, what is that going to happen? <laughs> and then suddenly a chainsaw revs and yeah. Leatherface chases her into a puddle. Um, and she runs into the house. <laughs> that was a, yeah, I'm like, wow, puddle, not a swamp, a giant puddle. Then she runs with up, a car in it. She runs upstairs to a house. Yeah, a production value. That's fucking. Someone put a car in that puddle. Didn't do anything with it. Yeah, or maybe it was just there, and we're like, oh, we'll yeah. just have it for now. Like, oh, that's look. probably why they shot there. <laughs> Let's use this. They centered the whole film around this car in a puddle. And they didn't even use it. But she runs up the hat, and she goes in the house, runs up the stairs, and there's a policeman standing there. I presume dead. Yeah. He looked like a stuffed body. No, he lo- what he looks like is an actor standing still. <laughs> That's what painted blue. That's what he looked like. I, I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. Because I was like, there's a dude standing very still in the corner of this room. <laughs> and then she takes like the gun from him. And I was like, is it meant to be a mannequin? Is he meant to be stuffed at least? I have no idea. Yeah. And we come back to it later at the dinner scene. But in terms of yeah, it's people a guy, just sitting a, still. A dude played him. Andy Cockrum. He's literally just standing still. Stage. And if you watch him, you can Stuff see his hand. Stuffed DPS officer. officer. He's not stuffed. That's He's just funny. a dude standing still. <laughs> so she takes his gun, threatens Leatherface, fires it, but it's empty. So she jumps out the window in yeah. the, the most awkward stunt scene. Yeah, because also... Editing. Yeah, because... The first cut, or right before the first cut, she like breaks the window, but the bar doesn't come off. Yeah. And you see her body get stuck like, on it. Stop. And then they cut to the next one, and then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, also, why why did she jump through it? She could literally have just opened it and climbed out. 
Hey, she thought she was a girl. But the first then time. when they go back to Leatherface, he's chainsawing that bit that was just off. Oh really? She, yeah, he's chainsawing that bit off. I was like, that was already off when she got out the window. Yeah, because she technically would have broken it if she got through. <laughs> but hey, the Sawyers or the Slaughters are learning because in the first one she jumped out a second floor window and she ended up getting away. And this yeah. one put in a roof. Yep. <laughs> Nowhere yeah. to go. So she lands on a roof. She could slide down it. Yeah. Bubba yeah, chases just... her out there and then chainsaws a chimney. Not even Bubba. There's he's a, not even Bubba. Con- he's not our Bubba. There are also convenient climbing blocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just on the bits that she needs to get up. So she jumps onto a cable in a scene that honestly I was like, wow, they actually got a stunt person for this scene because something's happening. Yeah, there was there was a stunt person. One stunt person for one hour, maybe. Well, yeah. yeah. One of the wives, Justin, was like, that's not Renee Zellweger. <laughs> Um, and then you know, Leatherface cuts the wire so she falls into a greenhouse, I guess. And then she climbs like an antenna. Like, where was she thinking of going I from just, that point? She's just, I gotta climb this antenna. Because, uh, yeah. And it's like four feet high. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then he chases her into the woods to rock. Rock music starts playing. Yep. Chasing her through the woods. She goes back to Boob Office Lady, who starts to feel Jenny up. Yep. Literally, She's just like, starts stroking so her chest. You're so without your glasses. Um, and then shotgun dude turns up, and they both kidnap her. To her going, oh no, don't, oh, oh, oh please don't. Do yeah, he cattle prods her. Wait, I can't breathe though. So, all right, so let's get into the. I mean, it's easy to pull this film apart. <laughs> Too easy. Holy shit! Let's get into something with this. So they're cannibals, right? They've been cannibals the first film. Yep. Cannibals the second film. Cannibals yeah. the third film. Even if it's Borderline not always. Vampires. Even if it's not always shown, we argued it in the third one. They don't really explicitly show it, but it's definitely happening. Mm-hmm. In this one, they're stopping off to get pizza. And one of the pizzas is they explicitly say is vegetarian. Who's that pizza for? They're feeding their guests. You got to stuff them up. I don't know. Are they, are they cannibals? I don't in know. This? But it, it's like they took the joke when someone's like, haven't you heard of pizza? And yeah. then they're like, we're going to use that. How like, funny yeah. is it now? They, like, they caught the hair. It was like the Benny Vigo joke. Yeah. Paying off in some stupid way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that they are cannibals in this. And we'll get to it later on with what their intentions might be. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're cannibals. Which really changes everything. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, yeah, but so Renee Zellweg is in the boot of the car as they're in this drive-in. And then Boob Lady gets out because she's kicking the car. And the the guy at the desk is like, "What's happening with your car?" So I got someone chained up in the back my car. So she goes out to like tell the bitch to shut up, and she's having a conversation like, "Shut up and quit kick, kicking my car." And Renee just goes, "All right, but I can't breathe." <laughs> Literally just like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like a Tina Belcher moment from Bob's Burgers. There's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can I at least have a hole so I can breathe? <laughs> and they have this conversation. Like, while... If I do that, will you stop? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And she can hear clearly the people around. Then a cop comes over. Could be a moment of comedy and tension. Of yeah. the cops pulling in, coming over. Just got someone in the back trunk. If there's any charisma or good writing going Yeah, on. they could have had like a comedic moment or whatever. Um, maybe throw something in the trunk or whatever yeah like, this is one of those scenes where i'm like looking at it and as i'm watching i'm like i can imagine the idea for this you could do something with it like yeah. you got something in the trunk the police are right there he's like yeah it's not closing and he like slams it closed where like renee's getting up and knocks her out that would have been hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah but nothing um and then and then boob lady's trying to sing along to a song in the car but doesn't know the lyrics no 
they they probably didn't they were like we don't know what song we're gonna be allowed to play here so just like kind of just say watermelon over and over (laughs) (laughs) um and then she's nearly back at the house and she comes across heather who has somehow escaped in a scene that we did not see yeah last we saw her she was hanging she was just hanging around she was hanging around we did say we were like you have something that's literally at foot height right now you could get off she She does have a black smudge on her back which i presume is meant to be where the impale yeah oh no you can see some of the flesh it's just like a gaping hole right and then she's just chilling she's like yeah don't hit me stop (laughs) stop yeah everyone just lost all the energy they're just like just no, please. There was never okay. any energy in this yeah. film. No, no Matthew McConaughey. Other than Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. There is zero energy. I guess yep. Boop Lady. I mean, she's giving it a little something. I don't think. Oh, it's yeah, a, she not is. in this scene where she's no. like, "Don't hit me," and she's like, "Yeah, she gets fine. a stick and then just prods her." <laughs> yeah, no, she's just like, "Stay and here. I gotta go get a blanket." Like, don't boop boop. <laughs> yeah, she. She just like, no, tries just to hit her. You not to please do don't that. hit me. Stop. Okay, fine. Just stay there though. Don't move. So then we get a good look at Leatherface Mask, which uh, the first one I've really written it down. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's a shit mask. It it's got like this white rubber mask. Like it's got a, a wig. It looks face. like a cheap mask. Like, they 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 were like, oh, we don't have enough money. Maybe we can go to a costume store and buy the mask for the character. <laughs> for Texas that is, Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's like yeah. a it's a ch- like a cheap you <laughs> know uh, mask that was like oh look, not even the official Leatherface yeah. mask. They bought like a knockoff. They, they went to Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. just like kind of cut rough edges on it. Yeah, perfect. They went, they went to Chinatown. They bought the mask of like <laughs> but which the, could, look third party chainsaw massacre fit mask <laughs> that can work if you're smart with it like when we get to halloween we'll get into it but that first film they didn't have a mask they knew it was meant to wear a mask they went down to a local halloween store and bought, bought a william shatner star trek mask painted it white and that became the michael myers iconic mask it's william Very shatner's nice. really is that it yeah holy crap that's so, but it can that. work like if you do that shit right don't do it right here be good at arts and crafts yep we have a throwback to uh, the first film as Matthew McConaughey comes in he's like look what your brother did to oh, this yeah. door uh, so I, don't, is, you know. I don't give a shit about this door <laughs> and then we get into this weird so we get the beginnings of the really weird stuff where we get some lines about the FBI has this place under surveillance do you not think there are cameras everywhere and then Matthew kisses Heather and bites her and some blood comes out and we start getting just the craziness where they're trying I guess to do the mayhem and craziness from the first one I'm not feeling any of it whatsoever. Yeah. He's looking for some batteries, and we don't really understand why at that point. <laughs> It'd be better if we never his found remotes. out. His I know, I know why later, leg. but I didn't get oh. at that point what was going on. It's a good little setup, though, that he did there. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and then she starts. So the boob lady and Renee are kind of like hanging out, Chan. Um, and then she, yeah, girl talk. And then she starts talking about Matthew McConaughey. It's called Vilma. Um, she says she says to her like I shouldn't be telling you this but I'll like tell you this stuff like Vilma works for people who have been doing things for the government for 1,000 or 2,000 years she I'm forgets not sure which. one of the two <laughs> which the government has not been around for either 1,000 or 2,000 years and then lines like who yes, do you think killed you Kennedy you didn't know about it <laughs> the government no there's other people it's like who killed Vilma Kennedy Vilma works for them yeah, no, she, it wasn't they worked for the government. It was like this organization, organization that yeah. did bad things. But she does literally say they've been doing things for the government. So it's like a blacklist yeah. thing working for the government to do this it's stuff. Like, you know. 
So we're gonna get to this. So this is like, so this is this is the flag of okay, because she literally basically says that that she literally, <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> she literally says that. Like it's it's pretty explicit, isn't it? In terms of these are people who work. I shouldn't tell you this, but they're people who work for the government. They do basically the bad stuff for the government, which is the most ridiculous thing you could possibly think of. They get inbred hillbillies. <laughs> Stuck in the middle of nowhere, Texas, to do all of their like yeah, games. didn't make any sense. It was just it really felt like oh shit, we're gonna somehow wrap this up. Uh, here it's, we go. But I feel like there must be something there for him. Like he must have some point with this because it's such a weird thing to segue into a movie like this. But I mean, we'll get to it later because the writer director had some comments on this which I don't <laughs> understand. Uh, math. Matthew McConaughey, you think he's killing Boob Woman because he keeps beating her up a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then very into S and M. Heather wakes yeah. up and asks for her shoes, and then lies down. <laughs> Where are my shoes? Where are my shoes? I'm in three more minutes. I mean, just say three more minutes. Uh, we missed a tiny bit where she pulls out a gun on him, but it really doesn't matter, and it's kind of yeah, because the gun was empty. They all get down on the floor, and it's just ineffectual. <laughs> Um, but then Matthew McConaughey puts the gun in his mouth. She pulls it. It doesn't go off. She runs away. Drives off in a woman's car. Matthew jumps into onto the car, and then a hood, hood pops open. And she can't see, so she crashes. So Matthew brings her back to the house. There's a lot of this. Nearly escaping back to the house. Nearly escaping back. To the house, nearly escaping back to the house. Yeah, which again is good if it's exhausting and terrifying. This was just ridiculous. He jumps in the car. Goes, in a way. Yeah. He's was, on the hood. It was going like an like, improv skit. Yeah, he was on the hood. Just go. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what movie are you in? And then we get a echo of the first shot of the lipstick. Only it's Leatherface this time in full drag doing his thing. <laughs> yeah. Which you can imagine as a director, you're like, oh yeah, let's do a throwback to the first shot. It'll be really cool. It's echoing how Renee put on her lipstick for prom. Now Leatherface is doing it. Yep. And he's all dressed in black, looking sexy. Looking fine. And then he's Boob Woman comes out wearing something inexplicable. Very <laughs> strange. Yeah. I don't think she has it on right. Yeah, because it's just. <laughs> I think no one knew how to put that they're just weird like, just, corset on, and they were like, "We'll just, just let it, it hang over your arms." Perfect. Yeah. They sent wardrobe out to like buy something sexy and provocative, and they came back like we didn't know how to put. This. Like, there's just all these straps. We'll just tie it, was it around. On sale. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But it's purple and silky. So then we find out she has a remote control and there are a few remote controls for Matthew McConaughey's like leg. six remote controls. Yeah, what the hell was that shit? Question one. <laughs> Why? Why do you need a remote control for your robotic <laughs> leg? <laughs> yeah. It's not connected to his brain. But he seems to do fine. He's using yeah. the remote. Every when time he walks, he walks he's yeah. using the remote. No, yeah. I don't think so, man. Why can't he, he just hobble? He doesn't have a remote in his hand. I think it's, you know, like a Tempur-Pedic bed type of thing where you can adjust the levels. <laughs> so he's probably like, oh, shit, it's it's resisting too much. Every time they click it, his leg is like bending and unbending and then bending and then unbending. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand when we see it. But when he's walking, I don't notice any of that. But maybe that's I implied. was just assuming it was supposed to be like, oh, that's how he walks. I don't know, man. His hand's not in his pocket. I would rather hobble and have both arms to do stuff with, and one hand is incapacitated with the remote control. <laughs> he hadn't figured that out yet. I can't kill you right now. My hands... I have two remotes. I have to figure <laughs> out which one's for my leg. So then they start, like, fucking on the table. But everything's okay, because the next scene, he walks in for the door, and Allie, you, know, you can have the pleasure. 
All right, all right, all right. As Which comes you two the both door. missed. Cause, I was cause, looking at Grandpa. Yeah, because the record was playing and the music, and then it cut off, and I went, oh, that's in the movie? Thank goodness. That was the best part of all yeah. this entire series so far. Yeah, yeah we said by that best sequel so far. Yeah, just, yeah. For, that just for that scene. Come through, does his all right, all right, all right, which may or may not have been his second or third time saying it on film. Second time, for Might sure. Might have been his second time. Yeah. Well, he had these two films in between. We don't know if he said it on those. So it was second or later. It wasn't the first, for sure. No, it wasn't the first, the first. But I say yeah. it could be like, it could have been the fourth time yeah. if he said it in both of those. I doubt films. he said it in Angels in the Outfield. He may have said it. I in think he might have, actually. Allie. Do you saw an angel? Do well, you? All right, all right. <laughs> Look it up. Right. Do you actually think that? He actually said, so, well, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to my world. So it's dinner time. You have to have, it's a Texas film. You've got to have dinner time. Uh, now, Do you only eat dinner in Texas? No other state Texas eat dinner? Toast. <laughs> no. a Texas film. Texas toast. So around this table, we've got Boob Lady. Yep. We've got Heather, yep. sort of. We've got um, Renee Zellweger. Yep. We've got All Right, All Right, All Right. Yep. We've got the dude who we haven't really talked about with the shotgun who just does quotes. EW. That's all he does. And he's unbelievably annoying. Yep. Then we have... Leatherface. Three like Yeah, Leatherface. Yep. Then we've got like three people who are blue. Who are actors just sitting very still. Yeah, they're stuffed family. Stuffed people. family members. So do you reckon they're ex actual family members? No, no, they're 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 like a family they killed. Do you do you think? Because that's what I'm confused about. I was like, are they meant to be part of? Their yeah, they showed family? some random girl, and I was like, who is that? Yeah. I knew grandpa's grandpa. And one was a little girl, so I was like, was that meant to be like the little girl for number three? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I don't know. I don't and then you had yeah the blue old dude who I was like, oh it's grandpa, but I was like, is it grandpa? Or is it, like you say, Justin, some people that they've stuffed, but this one somehow can walk? I think it was Grandpa, and then he just dips the fuck out. What happens to Grandpa? <laughs> he takes a knife. He picks up a knife. And like, mayhem happens. There's all this, like, trying to escape all the time, and blah, blah, blah. He gets up, walks off, and then what happens? That's it. He's gone. He He's just gone disappears. Forever. Yeah, that's why I was just like, what the, what the shit? It's so weird. Meanwhile, Renee Zellweg is dressed like David Bowie. <laughs> She's wearing these fucking shoulder pads with yep. sequins on. That was what Boobs McGee wanted her to wear. She was like, I have a dress that'll look great on you. Oh. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey's just spitting on her again and again <laughs> and again. Yeah. Clearly loving it. He's giving Again, it the peak of her everything. career. Matthew McConaughey is spitting on her. Oh. So it's actually, it's not quite the peak yet. The peak happens in like three minutes from here. Okay. Boob lady then tells Jenny that Matthew put a little thing in her head and if he presses a button, it blows her head clean off. Um, Matthew hits his quoting brother, which Justin was very happy about. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness, man. <laughs> just. And then, yeah, this is the point where Grandpa just pieces out. And <laughs> He's like, I can't take this anymore. Leatherface just starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny tells him to, who's Renee... Rene Jenny tells him to sit the fuck down and shut up. I like that Leatherface is like easily influenced by anybody's He's yelling. He's like a puppy in this. Yeah. Um, and then Matthew McConaughey pulls petrol over Heather and sets her on fire. <laughs> Boob Woman puts it out. It's all just it's just pointless mayhem. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back and Rene is just cradled into Matthew's crotch. <laughs> there it is. That's the peak. Yep. Peak of peak of the career. Just the cheeks right all up in there. And you pan up to Matthew's and face. And he's like slightly bent down. <laughs> yeah. Like he looks so hips happy. thrust forward. He's like, I'm in movies. <laughs> this is the American dream right here. 
Dave's confused. I only got three lines. This one. <laughs> I'm all over this bad boy. Didn't even need to leave the state. Now, if you're thinking, well, this movie can't get any weirder or worse. A limousine pulls up. And two of the most ridiculous businessmen you've ever seen. <laughs> one who apparently is a butler. And wearing a hat. And you know the other guy's important because he has leather gloves that he passes back to his butler. (laughs) Oh, jeez. They suddenly come in. Jenny's, like, asking him for help. They're clearly running the show and something to do with the government or bullshit that we're told about earlier. Organization. Oh, so... Uh, but then he goes over to Matthew he kind of tells Jenny like it's fine it's fine be peaceful he goes over to Matthew McConaughey and he's like stop being a silly boy (laughs) you're here for one reason and one reason only do you understand that I want these people to know the meaning of horror is that clear which even if you're a weird blacklist governmental group subsidiary I don't think terrorizing just regular people is high on your list I get like the killing Kennedy or doing other like dirty work that they need crazy people to do I don't understand kidnapping prom people <laughs> and showing them horror and then he unbuttons his shirt and he's like we're in Hellraiser suddenly he's got like three nipples that are he's got down like, by like his belly button <laughs> like skin grafting like weird, yeah. in yeah. what looks like almost satanic he had like, signs. yeah he had like scarification with three nipples that were below where your nipples should be it was like on his abs with rings huge yeah, rings yeah three yeah, gold red. rings hanging like, and then he just licks this? Jenny's face yeah he opens his shirt All to just semi show her and then licks her face yeah the top of it's still buttoned the yeah. top and yeah. the bottom yeah, yeah. He can't, he's too lazy doing it he's just like he look just at this he like the four in the middle just turn you on Licky licky. <laughs> it makes no sense. And then he doesn't even do anything else. No, he's I thought, gone. oh, are we gonna go somewhere actually creepy? Nope. He then just gets up and walks off. He's like, I'm gonna go find grandpa. And then I notice there's tons of keys on the back wall. What's that about? Yeah. And there were key they like focus on the keys in his car too. That never comes back into play. Very weird. So Matthew finally oh, kills Heather. Maybe like, it's just all the people because he's a tow truck, him. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like his kills. There's a lot of people. There were about a thousand keys on that I one. I thought yeah. she was going to like put them in her pocket and use it as a weapon later against him. Like put them in, put the keys in between her fingers and punch Nothing him so or something. Smart. No, that's something that was developed in 2000s. Mm. Too, too advanced. So yeah, too advanced Matthew technology. finally kills Heather, thank God. I forgot she's still alive by standing on her head, I think, until it crushes using yep. his robot leg. <laughs> yeah, weird ass sound effects. As it's like, it's, it's really having to work over... Overtime to crush that skull. Yep. With the buttons that only make it go up and down. Somehow it's putting more weight into him. Confusing. Then he starts cutting up his arms and chest with a switchblade. Jenny tries to escape during the weirdness, but chainsaw starts up. But then she manages to get the remote control to his leg. But also... She just learned Leatherface's weakness. Yeah, you can tell him what to do. So it's literally just Leatherface with the chainsaw. She could yell at him and say, you sit the fuck down. Yeah, and he would listen. Leather, bad bubba. And then she'd get out. No, but she she gets remote control. Flick him on and the nose. And we have our best scene. And... Which is Matthew McConaughey with a remote control. And Renee Zellweger yeah. with a remote control. Then he pulls like three more remote controls yeah. out of his pockets. He's like, this one's yeah. dead. Well, this when one's he's dead. Outside. This He's one's dead. Who found it? Yeah. Right. Unbelievable! <laughs> yeah, they saved the best till the ending. I mean, this scene is off the fucking scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
they're literally just just hammering it's a whole scene I just like can you imagine shooting this where you're just shooting yeah. shots of someone just hammering buttons on a remote control and he's hammering buttons on a remote control and, and he's like moving his leg up and down it's so ridiculous <laughs> and that too probably kept falling apart I promise there were multiple times that it he was like oh it fell out of my belt again put the tube back in definitely <laughs> yeah because yeah, the there was one shot it was fine then like later you see black uh like gaff tape tape yes. from the thing to his back so it doesn't fall out anymore <sighs> this film how did we Where's get our here gaffer? how did your we get wardrobe here? now but she gets so all right so she gets away and then leather face chases after no, her no, no, she's yeah and then it's daytime now yeah so but but matthew goes get her leather face and then he takes he searches his many remotes to figure which how to reset his leg and then he does and he goes <laughs> yeah and shouts some yeah they just cause... linger on him screaming for ages yeah. and he does his pointing with the the v oh, he does a load yep. just pointing at people um He's what like, you know what this is and she's like no i don't know i don't yeah. know it's like that's it's a, right it's a mutated Texas nobody ball. does uh-huh. they just put it in the script yeah what <laughs> they did not he had to i don't that know either for sure <laughs> what, that's what happened him. to ew because he like just whips him and that's it no, did he die dead. or just not yeah down? i think he's dead that's okay. Let's Grandpa's just say like thing. hiding out in the house, just killing people one by one. Yeah, let's just say one thing. Very He's off in a better film doing something else. <laughs> yeah. Everything is very inconsequential in this movie. Uh, so, meanwhile, we suddenly get outside. There's a plane that's doing some crop dusting. An RV just turns up with two old people drinking Bloody, Bloody Mary. Yeah, it's like, wow, it's a beautiful day today, isn't it, Mrs. Whatever. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> calling each other Shh. Mr. and Mrs. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> oh, Leatherface is chasing. He- uh, not Heather. Um, Renee. Uh, she Jenny. gets into their RV, and then Leather suddenly appears in a truck. <laughs> Yeah. Like two seconds On later. The yeah, yeah the, the woman goes, Oh no, this girl's being chased by a hideous monster. <laughs> All right, speed it up, Mr. Spalding. <laughs> so we get this ridiculous chase to just remind you how good that one was at the beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with the yuppies. Oh, man. Uh, um, Matthew and Leather chase Jenny uh, to, well, sorry, the RV crashes, and then Matthew and Leatherface chase Jenny down the road to what sounds like Creed. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird, the music. Yeah. And then the plane, who we never see the person flying this plane. Uh, much like in the guess in the first one, we never see the person driving that truck she gets away in. Um, the plane comes down and takes Matthew out with its wheels yep. by knocking him in the head. And I'm confused. With Renee standing right next to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't make any. And in this universe, if a truck can push a wheelchair down a hill because of its energy... That's then true. a plane knocking someone over can push Renee down. Um, now, I didn't want to rewind and go back, but it looks to me like Matthew has purple blood in this scene. Really? Do you see when he falls down and all his blood comes out? It looks purple. Yeah. Maybe it was just lighting. Maybe it's not what they're going for, but I can completely believe. Because there's one other line where someone says, oh, they're aliens. Mm. So it's like, like, like obviously purple, like royal purple. It looks like in one like- scene, to me. it's one shot to me. And then another oh. one is kind of too dark because it's too far away in the background. Um, so I t- should have put in the legwork to go and check. Couldn't be fucked. <laughs> but yeah. it, c- it could well be that he's an alien. Uh, uh, Bubba's really upset about it. Starts crying again. The scariest leather face yet. Him. Lots of crying. And then a limo turns up. And Renee goes, oh, this is a good idea. It's Perfect. the same limo I saw earlier with the I fucker with the rings. guys. <laughs> the three nipples <laughs> that are pierced with giant gold bull horns. Technically, it's five. 
Yeah. Unless he doesn't have. I didn't see the other two. I only saw it. Could be yeah. like many. Could, many yeah, but we saw the three on his they belly. They could only afford one inch of prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> so then somehow she's shocked. It's the same nipple guy from earlier. Leatherface starts dancing in frustration. Um, and then like the guy basically gives her the choice: like you can go to a hospital or you can go to a police station. Which again makes no sense unless they control everybody. So she goes to the hospital and the guy there is like, don't worry, like you tell us, we'll find these people, we'll find these people. Even though she just got dropped off. So like all these films, like, can't you just go back to where it was? (laughs) They're in a black limo. This is the license plate. We do, however, then get a few cameos. Um, So we get, yeah, the hospital scene at the end features three actors from the original film. We get John Duggan, uh, who played the grandfather. He's actually playing the cop in this one. Interesting. We get Paul A. Partain, who played Franklin in the original. He's the orderly who's pushing. You do not see. And then you get Marilyn Burns, uncredited in the film. Um, but she played Sally, of course, in the original. She's the patient on the gurney. You yep. saw it straight away, Justin. Yes, you yeah. did. I was like, oh, Sally. And what's, Sally. to make this film even more incomprehensible, she then looks at Sally like she knows her. Yep. And then the cop saying, do you know this lady? Do you know? And that's how you leave the film. Like, do you know this lady? Do you know who she is? Do you know? Like, look, we got a cameo. Do you remember? Yeah, but then he goes, goes, why doesn't anyone say anything or know anything or something like that? He says something so bizarre. I was like, what? It's so fucking weird. I'm like, are you trying to make a joke? Like, no one says anything? Like, you're trying to make a joke here? It doesn't. And then we come back and Leatherface still dancing in a field, even though she's gone to a hospital by this point. And that's how we end. In a big old It was such finger. a big hit the first time they're gonna keep doing it till it's a hit again. An incomprehensible movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Um I yeah. will say this, the writer director, yeah, he's he's come back and be pretty honest about it. It's like the comedy didn't work, the horror doesn't work. We, Once again, the comedy still doesn't work. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> Why are you still trying to do comedy? No one's in this? letting them do comedy. <laughs> yeah. Just um, do a musical with the freaking Leatherface. It would be a good comedy. I'd he did get also Trey say, and Matt Stone. Yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> he did also say, there's all these people. And I want Phil Lord and, was it the guys who did Cloudy with Meatballs and the Lego <laughs> movie? That would be great. Um, yeah, he did also say, people always come up to him to ask him about, you know, how preposterous it is with the whole thing about JF Kennedy and that they're working for the government and all this stuff. He claims that that's meant to be a joke and it's not real he claims that the stuff that boob lady says is clearly she's crazy and she's just saying stupid things and you shouldn't believe her so government literally turns up to the house or yeah. whatever they are the, you the know, organization the organi- like they have a limo and they're dressed fancy it's what else are you like hinting at with that it's his tow truck management company <laughs> You're supposed to be making people feel horror. So this By towing their cars, you (laughs) stupid sack of shit. It came out of cinemas, like we said, only made $185,000. But Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger became really famous, like, the year after. So by 1996... Well, he became famous because of Angels in the Outfield. (laughs) They had that. He had Days Confused. A Time to Kill was one that did well for him. Uh, She was obviously in Jerry Maguire, had a huge jump. Um, Now... Sony, who owned The Next Generation, uh, were preparing to re-release the film, highlighting these two as being in it. And if you if you look at the boxes now, it still says Matthew McConaughey's like, first lead starring role. Um, the actor's talent agency, because they were both represented by the same talent agency, threatened a lawsuit against Sony, claiming that their clients were being unfairly exploited. 
which is kind of weird because they're in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but they also they said that... They are both main characters. Yeah. yeah that if Sony released the film on the back of their names, then neither actor would appear in any future Sony films. I would be like, okay. Yeah. As <laughs> Sony, you got to say, like, more, fuck you. Because can you imagine they how are pissed characters. you'd be? There's no way Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey would be okay with that deal. Of, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. cut Sony out of all future picture yeah. deals. Yeah fucking crazy that their talent agency were that ballsy yeah. but yeah it did work for the most part so it was not re-released like this and they backed off and didn't didn't try and exploit their names but many people have gone back to check this film out because they're in it have, if it just had one in probably not so much a lot of horror films like George Clooney Jennifer Aniston are all in shitty horror movies but two in the same one it is that is a gem impressive so let's not waste any more time on this movie. Um, <laughs> let's definitely not. What do you think the body count was? I don't know how there's an official body count to this movie because you can't tell. But apparently there's seven. Seven was the body count hmm. in this movie. Uh, which, if we look at uh, the last episode, there was eight and eight in the one before. So we're going down. Can't even get that right either. But we, but we got a first boob shot. We do get a yeah. first boob shot. And a butt shot. And then the nipple hanging on the skin behind the door. Yeah, there's yeah. a dead skin Two. boob as well. Uh, we got the guy's nipples. We got a guy's nip. Yep. Three. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Many nipples. Dang, we went up on nipple count, this one. <laughs> um, I don't know if I need to ask this question, but... <laughs> Justin. Yes, absolutely. Do you, do you recommend it? If I had to suffer, I want everyone else to suffer. So you should watch it. I have noticed with the past three that have all been awful, the best bits are like the first 30 minutes. Like the first 30 minutes are laughable and funny and entertaining. Yeah. The other two are like, maybe it'll go in a good direction. And then they go to shit. This one is at least funny. Not trying to be funny, but yeah. funny because of how horrible all the acting is. There's no place and to turn all the around. Scenes, like none of the scenes make sense. So the first 20 minutes at least are hilarious because of how bad they are. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will not recommend this to anyone. Just, I to... just watched the prom bit with the weird girl who's having a stroke. And yeah. End. And just YouTube. <laughs> you could just YouTube Matthew McConaughey Friday. I'm Friday. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, oh, I was gonna say Halloween. Try again. Third the charm. It finally happened. <laughs> Just as broken. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Next, next generation. generation. Just YouTube it. You'll get all the highlights of it. Uh, yeah, don't watch You're it. You're done, man. You're done. Oh, man. done. So there's a no. It's a strong no. Recommend. It's a you. fuck no. Don't watch it. What's wrong with anyone who watches it? Just like for pleasure. Go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> So we'll get, all right, in our roundup, we'll get to it properly, but I am intrigued then because, yeah, obviously it's a strong fucking no. Like, no, 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 not even for fun. I don't even, I, it's so bewildering for me from the first scene. I don't know what's going on in scenes and <laughs> what actors are doing. No clue. It's just, I mean, it should be seen, yeah, maybe those first 20 minutes just to show you how bewildering yeah. a film can Look how be bad made. the acting is and look how bad the scenes are. I'm, I'm not joking. I've never seen anything like this. how little sense they make. Yeah. <laughs> no slasher film. I mean... And this is the weird thing. So people are always going about three and four are awful. Now, I don't understand. Like three, its worst offense was that it just has no imagination and it's dull. Like that's really the worst yeah, offense. Yeah, it's boring. Thing. Yeah. Just boring. And normally I'd say that's a bad thing. Normally I'd say I will take an interesting bad movie over a boring movie any day of the week. <laughs> this film. Maybe not. I was bored. 
But it would certainly have more imagination. Than if there was the no McConaughey, film. I would have like checked yeah, out. Yeah, there's no McConaughey. I would have like, been like, I don't remember that happening because I was playing with my fingers, like I was just twiddling yeah. my thumbs. <laughs> I would. I, I, yeah. Also, I wasn't paying attention because I was watching Ellie twiddle her fingers. <laughs> I'm not, I was no part of la, this la, scenario. La. <laughs> I was like, wow, she's got some real twiddly skills there. This film is the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. Like, it is so little going for it. Did it win a Razzie? <laughs> Don't even write them. Razzies? They should give a Razzie. Oh, yeah, they were. 94. They were. Um, so fucking bad. And I don't know how people can compare 3 and 4. 3 is clearly a better movie than this. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Um, it's competent. 3. It makes sense, even though it's dull characters doing dull, stupid things. Yeah. This movie makes zero sense at <laughs> any point. And for me, it's honestly best summed up with... What? Sorry, I can interrupt this. It's got a nomination for a Saturn Award. What's that? Best home video release. Ooh. Uh, Saturn's like an Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy. Really? For a best straight to video? Yeah. Fuck. I wonder what else came out straight to video that year. It was a bad year for, for horror genre stuff, to be fair. The editor is... Who Linklater uses on most of his films for this? Sandra, come on, she's like so much talent on his movie. I know. So for me, the best way to sum up this movie is in the final lines from the man in the car. Do you guys remember this? And I was wondering, is this because the writer director did this? Did he rewrite this scene? Because the lines that we get, I'm going to read verbatim, and they sum up my feelings about this movie and what I would like to think the director's feelings are. It's been an abomination. You really must accept my apologies. I suppose it's something we all live with. Perhaps it's disappointment that keeps us going, but it is one of my many failures. That is the literal line. I think that's wow. perfect. At the end of this movie. And that is exactly how I feel the direction. I'd like to think that that was not a scene. And then he watched a cut and yep. was like, exactly. I'm putting one more thing in. We need this in. Please yeah. accept my apologies. <laughs> Because, oh my fucking God. So, it's supposed to be a spiritual but experience. But you're welcome for all uh, yeah, right, all right, all right. So, okay, I have one question then for you guys. Because we're done now. Don't get excited. Not completely done. What? But we are done with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Now, what we're about to be moving into, like from 1994 until 2003, there was not another movie. So you've got a good Ever? long... No, no movies. No movie. movies. <laughs> There's a nine-year gap before we get the next one. And when we get it, it's the Michael Bay Platinum Dunes reboot. Mm. Now we're talking about $9 million. So the biggest budget so Whoa. far. Not a lot of money still. <laughs> Platinum Dunes was invented. This was their first movie. And we'll get into that in the next podcast. Um, but I want to know, we're getting a fresh slate, which all of them kind of had. <laughs> yeah, they all try to be a fresh slate. <laughs> But we're getting a proper first like. Okay. What do you guys want from a reboot? Like, how do you want none of the nothing good writing like this. Yeah. characters that I care about? Just no. actual comedy that's meant to yeah. be. Yeah, if comedy. you're gonna go comedy, yeah, do comedy. Do like, you want comedy? The... Do you want spooky? Do you I want other face to be the main villain? I don't care. Whatever you're doing, that, just make just, sure that it's, it's intentional. Good. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it, if it's funny, you better have meant for some, it to be funny. I want some if it's damn scary, clarity. then congratulations, yeah. you accomplished a scary movie. But would you personally prefer it to go comedy or be serious? I just don't know. I just don't want garbage. We have three more. I'd kind of like one of each, at least. You want what? I'd like at least one of each. So one good comedic one and one good scary one. I just want 
to root for Leatherface. I don't want to see him anymore. Yeah, it's just like stupid. I want to like, sympathize with him. He's just like a joke now. Like this, wanna, he's like, the punchline. Like, do you want to? Do you want him to be more central than the family? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, sure. I want it to be about him. I don't really give than, a shit about the family unless yeah. Matthew McConaughey's. In so we're looking for yeah. something that's either more spooky or more funny, but is competent at doing that. Yeah, and it puts more of a highlight on Leatherface as an interesting character, basically. And the main yeah, if characters. you're going to do comedy, do like you know, Toxic Avenger, man. <laughs> do that comedy. Spooky right. funny. Okay. Oh well. wait, I got this. This Sean kill. He goes, Sean. He's scared. He goes, What are you gonna do? And then the Homer walking closer. Well, first I'm gonna kill you. It ain't no fucking biggie. <laughs> that is boy. Of course, it's different for every individual. <laughs> It might be big for you. Yeah. Uh, so that was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre colon the next generation. And it was real bad. Um, <laughs> we'll be back next Friday with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot 2003. I've been your host, Al White. You can follow me on the social medias as Mr. Al White. Um, you can go on iTunes and help us out. Just type in We Are Geeks. You'll get all of our franchise podcasts, including Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play is about to happen, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. We've done a Danny Bull one. Um, something else that I'm forgetting right now. Invasion yeah, Friday. So that one. That Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Friday. You're literally just repeating words. Friday. <laughs> we have a weekly podcast called Geeks, where we talk about games and movies. Geeks. Um, <laughs> geeks. And yeah, just go on to iTunes, typing weird geeks. Uh, find us, subscribe, leave some comments. It really helps us out. Justin, how can people interfere with you? I T S R A D L E Y. I am in car, sir. <laughs> uh, Name that trailer. Um, you can find me on Instagram <clears throat> at A L L Y S U E. Excellent. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Let's hope it gets better next week. Yeah. And we're out. Geeks. 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 <laughs>